Welcome to another Give to Local podcast. Uh, we've had some uh, fairly high-profile guests on of late. That's to uh, that's safe to say. Gabby Logan being one of them. Mark Clattenburg, World Cup and Euro referee, Champions League final, Sally Gunnell, you name it. We've really opened up the red carpet now for the chief executive of Give to Local, Neil Gardner. Welcome to the podcast. Neil, do you like that? I put you up in the upper echelons of everyone who we've had on. That should be enough to get a pay rise. Or at least a decent mark at the end of this. Yeah, well, I was chat afterwards, no problem. You've, <laughs> you've, you've built it up and then dropped it down by. Uh... <laughs> um, first and foremost, I'm going to congratulate you because you've just become a dad, and I think it's most important to get the most important things out of the way first. How are you finding it? How are your eyelids, first and foremost? And how is your lovely wife? Uh, the eyelids are heavy, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think um, I don't think it would turn away a chance or an opportunity to have a bit more sleep. Um, it's brilliant. Thank you. Obviously, I know you've got a couple of kids yourself, Justin, and I know an awful lot of the people that are involved with Give to Local are, are parents. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it gives you a new perspective on life, absolutely. Um, and uh, you know, it's a different kind of love that you've probably not ever going to experience anything like it before or after. But uh, yeah, she's doing great. She was she was a few weeks early, which I would have uh, preferred that that wasn't the case. But she's coming along well, putting on weight, um, responding to to kind of to people around her now, as opposed to just you know uh, sitting there and not doing much in the first few weeks. But it's brilliant, yeah, really good. Good to get good to get back into work, um, stuck in properly as well now. Um, and there's a lot of exciting stuff happening, so it's great to to kind of you know have that to come back to in an evening. Um, is 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 brilliant, a new thing for me, and definitely welcome. I was going to say, um, running Give to Local, uh, amongst other things, uh, is probably a big enough job with itself, mixing to becoming a dad, and I think you've got a, a lot on your plate. But let's start, I suppose, at the beginning and, and tell us the story about Give to Local, because I, I tell everybody about it every single day and the great work that you do, but there is a backstory and there's a way it all began and uh, there's a place where the story started. Yeah, so there's a lot of people behind Give to Local. So one of the things I'm always conscious of is, is, is not... Not trying to have you know a face of gift to local or try to you know push myself forward as being a face of gift to local because ultimately, although I hold the chief executive role, that's just a job title and it's just a position that I've got you know as part of a of a team of people that have got a lot of different skills and, and attributes and experience and, and and perspective to bring to the table, and gift to local as it is really is has come from you know there's tens of thousands of people that have had conversations with us, um, starting off from you know a small group of people had a conversation over four years ago now um then took that conversation to the point of going well let's expand out and to see if other people experience these same issues that that, that we've experienced because one of the things i think is key to get across for people uh whenever they you know they, they join us on our webinars or they join us you know, you know previous to COVID, COVID events um the team behind gift to local or come from grassroots sports backgrounds so you know a lot of the people in, in this organization are volunteers and coaches and, and participants in, in different sports um um to different degrees of success and, and ability obviously um but we understand the kind of issues that, that have perpetuated in grassroots sport and where you have people like myself, you know, working in the technology sector, um, in, in, in commercial kind of sales and marketing roles for, for a long time. Uh, Colin, who's a director of strategic partnerships, is, is, is a three and three sports professional. You've got people like Matt, who's a, who's a Matt and Jerome, who are technology experts. Seb, who's a digital marketing expert. Um, and then people that, um, you know, we took that first idea uh, to and, and, and they said, look, we love this 
potential solution. We love this vision for a you know a different kind of future for community sport, and we would love to be part of it. And what we managed to do was to find a you know a group of you know five six friends that that talked about it, and then find um, upwards of twenty different individuals that were that were willing to to put their hand in their pocket to actually make it become a reality. Um, and that allowed us to bring people in, create full time roles, um, to start those conversations with clubs around. You know, the kind of initial conversations were, here's the idea. What do you think? Taking away, you know, stuff on a whiteboard, taking away stuff that, that clubs had said and speaking to people in all different kinds of sports, speaking to people in different roles and different sports. And um, the, the kind of the, the main focus for us is is obviously looking to say, right, well, take the skills that we've got from from either uh, our professional lives or the stuff that we've, we've, we've developed and, and the experience that we've developed in, in sport and try and achieve something that's actually worth achieving. Let, let's, let's build something that's specifically for the sports community, built by the people in the sports community, you know, collaboratively, something that will leave an impact, something that, you know, it's not a um, trying to shoehorn a solution in that tries to work somewhere else. It's something that actually looks at the unique challenges and, and opportunities that exist within sports clubs, um, the makeup of sports clubs, clubs, how they operate, um, the challenges that, that we think we can overcome through the kind of, uh, you know, taking all of the digital innovation that exists outside of, of, of community sport and bringing it to community sport. Um, but doing it in a way that's sustainable, doing it in a way that actually says, right, well, if we solve this problem, can it stay solved? Can it can it be something that instead of it being like, you know, an ad hoc kind of, you know, one off fundraising event, can it be something that continues to bring in funds to the club month after month after month? And instead of it being like an like any event, any one off something that, that you know, where um, interest and activity wanes over time or, you know, kind of filters filters out over time, something that you can actually start and build on, you know, month upon month, year upon year. Um, and we've, you know, we've been talking to clubs all over the country for a long time now and testing things. And we've got clubs that have known about us from day one and clubs that, you know, still don't know about us. The benefit of the clubs that don't know about us coming in now is they get to benefit from all the experience of, of, of the clubs that we've worked with. And we're on the verge of, of um, doing some really exciting things in, in the 21 sports that, that we support, um, expanding our team hugely because we now understand a lot of the things we have to do to not just kind of deploy the solution within those sports clubs, but to help with the adoption of the solution and, and, and benefit from it so that the clubs can embrace it and, and really communicate it out to their members well and to their local community well and, and have it as something that ultimately we talk about the gift to local community being something that clubs are proud to be part of um, and then people are proud to support. It's a community they want to get involved with. Um, so yeah, it, I think it's been little, little conversations going back four years based on stuff that was experienced over the decade previous and decades previous to that, um, you know, kind of testing things, dropping them, testing things, expanding them, um, seeing what, what works and, and putting a person in that role full time and then realizing it really works and putting two or three people in that role. Um, and getting to the point now where, you know, we're, we're working with high profile sports stars, we're working with national governing bodies in, in, in the different sports. Um, and we're in a position to, to, to really make an impact on the ground, um, all from, conversations taking the place taking place at the you know the the, the touch lines of, of 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 sports venues and fields and and uh, and to be to be honest around around a table at a pub initially how satisfying is it because i see the emails i see some of the messages that come in via facebook when you get a lovely message from a club who have struggled to raise money every club does uh, and i think it's always a difficult conversation to have with friends and family can you donate can you sponsor can you do this 
when they actually turn around to say, I can't believe how much of a difference you've made for us. I can't believe what's changed for us in terms of the progress that they've made with fundraising and almost not necessarily taking the hassle out of it, but just made those conversations a lot easier and made fundraising a lot easier. That must be nice when the feedback is 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 really positive. Yeah, yeah. It, it's what makes the whole thing worthwhile, to be honest, because the, at the end of the day, what we all know working in, 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 in sport is there's not a, there's not enough help out there for the things that need that, that that need help the things that need to happen and none of our sports clubs and i say that that's a bold statement to say none but none of our sports clubs would exist without volunteers without the passion and the commitment of, of the people that give up their the time from their personal lives to put into something that is ultimately for the community um and for us that's the whole point of it we set this up to to kind of to let coaches coach to let parents be parents as opposed to fundraising advocates and stuff on the side of the pitch for a club or trying to pull people together to, to you know corral them into into doing something to keep clubs going or to pay for that next thing ultimately what we wanted to be able to do was to bring the technology to clubs that enabled them to be like a you know any well-run business you've got money coming in each month you're able to do little things that build upon the money that comes in each month you know what your income and your outgoing is going to be um and we've actually found it really heartening whenever we speak to people from outside of community sport that they they do recognize that they've never had a channel to focus the the, the fact that most people you could talk to anyone at a bus stop you know stop anyone on the street and they, they will recognize the importance and the, and the impact that volunteers have at club level but they've for them to have a direct way to put money into a specific club and all of it goes to that club or even a specific team within a specific club um it's brilliant because for us actually the thing is you know we've got the, a lot of what we see the common theme of what we see is people that are so happy to, to see something like us exist and something like us you know pushing full time as an organization to to get better and, and and to raise the profile and do more um but we've not even started and that's the thing that's exciting whenever you People are enthusiastic and, and, and appreciative of what they're achieving right now, but you know they're at ten percent of where we think they can get yeah. to. That's the bit for us that really keeps us going because we realise how much an impact even a small small difference makes, um, and how the little things that we're tinkering with behind the scenes, the the stuff that we're working on that's going to you know come out into the public domain, um, how that's going to you know get people even more enthusiastic and get them ultimately talking to each other about it and, and, and getting others involved and, and moving from like a successful rugby club in the town um, being the example that means the football club gets involved or the boxing club gets involved. Um, and for us, it's there's no end to, to what we think we can do. Um, and the fact that you've got real world people um, on the end of it getting the benefit is uh, is what makes you get up in the morning, makes you enthusiastic and excited about the next phone call, the next meeting, uh, the next email that you're sending out. I think we're just about to get to the, the one year anniversary of, of COVID and lockdown. And I think, being honest, I never expected it to be 12 months. I don't think anybody did. Don't think anybody's planned for it to be 12 months. It's the elephant in the room at the moment, especially for grassroots, for, I mean, for all levels of professional sport as well, who will be feeling it. Um, what's the plan and how do you think COVID will affect grassroots and give to local going forward? Yeah, we we subscribe to uh, very much as an organisation. Our culture is that you know positive things can't come from a negative mindset. So no one could have changed what happened with COVID. We couldn't have stopped it happening. Um, the impact it's had on sport has been very very bad. Um, sports clubs closing, closing and reopening, and attempting to reopen and closing again, and some sports being able to to to, to kick off again, and other sports having to you know wait and. Um, one of the things I think it's made people realise is is how important sport is to their daily lives. 
you know, for their, their physical health and mental health, the social aspects of it. Um, you've got people that, that now I think will have been sitting for a year not being able to get involved in sport, hopefully are more enthusiastic about getting stuck back in. People that might have, you know, in the back of their head thought about volunteering previously might go, well, actually, I am going to go out and about now because after the year I've had, I want to be involved in, in, in some of these community projects, initiatives and, and, and things I can be doing. But for us, it's a case of going, there are clubs that have, that have folded. We know that there's, you know, I think that depending upon who you speak to, there's different levels of, of kind of um, percentages of how people think it's been impacted. But um, some clubs, obviously, as they've been closed, the costs have gone down. So, you know, what they've had to find each month to cover it has gone down. We've seen so many clubs where they've they've just they've done what they needed to do to get by um, in the belief that things are going to get better. Um, some clubs have folded. Other clubs um, have have used the time productively to think, well, what can we do to mean whenever we come out of this, we've got um, things to be positive about. Um, and one of the things we'd like to believe that a lot of clubs have got to be positive about is 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 what we set out to do with them because ultimately i think one of the, the big things i'd like to get across to to, to to clubs whenever we speak to them and, and generally the feedback is that they do they do understand this is gift to local might use technology to help deliver a solution that that can benefit clubs but there are people a lot of people behind the scenes here and those people are ready and able to have conversations and to to set up webinars and, and do the thing that's needed to to help your club move from point a to point b as opposed to just prescribe the same thing to everyone and the hope that a certain percentage get from point a to point b um we want you know regardless of what club you're in what sport you're in what where you're at geographically if you're in the middle of the countryside or the middle of the city um if fundraising is is an issue or less an issue maybe not a good word but a, a consideration for you for going forward where you think well you know the great things you do as a club um and if you took off some of the financial pressure what what could you do you know on top of what you're already doing you know how many more lives could you touch how many more um uh, how many more things could you be involved in and how much more of an impact could you have um and for us it's a case of taking taking on the mantle of being um the organization that post COVID is able to be out there and we've done a lot of work over the course of the last year it's it's it, there's been a lot of chopping and changing and testing this and testing that but there's an awful lot of work's gone into to all of the work that needs to make give to that makes to make us sustainable to make what we do for clubs viable um and and something that we can build upon um engage in you know ultimately as a as a, as a fee-free donation platform it's not possible for us to do what we do without community focused businesses at the heart of it um and they've not been shy about coming forward or, or putting themselves in a position to, to support um and that's what's exciting you know whenever you look at a, a lot of these organizations that are supporting us and then they're pushing out and their staff and their customers and their suppliers are knowing about it and it's the ripple effect um we've got obviously the program of, of you know when clubs are returning um or when sports are returning based on when their their seasons start and finish um and you're going to see a lot of big campaigns national campaigns well-supported high-profile campaigns in each of the sports that we support um with the opportunity for clubs not just to build something for them um positively to get the club around and, and the push out um post-covid but to do something with a you know a short concerted amount of effort that will continue to give ongoing month by month year by year something that is engaging and and uh, and uh, important for the club in in more ways than just the financial benefits that it brings is that one of the ways that you'll help clubs bounce back post covid because i would imagine there's there's a lot of exciting plans mixed up in all this that you, you you'll be pretty excited about taking out there 
Yeah, and some of them we you kind of have to keep your powder dry until certain things, you know, so, certain you know eyes are dotted and t's are crossed. I got that right. I normally say that the wrong way around. <laughs> um, but uh, other things, you know, we will be kind of shouting from the rooftops. One of the big things that we get asked, you know, from from businesses that get involved in supporting what we do in the Gibbs community is, you know, what do you do? Like, how do you how do you get how do you get engaged with clubs? How do you bring clubs into the community? How do you support them to the to where you want them to get to? And a lot of that comes from first of all letting people know it exists, because when they know it exists, there's there's no shortage of people here that are happy to sit and have a conversation with them and, and explain it, um, in a way that that is you know relevant for their their specific club or their specific sport sport or point them to examples within their sport, um. And for us, it's a case of just inviting, you know, all of the affiliated, you know, national government body affiliated clubs in each of the sports, come to us. Let us know um, if you want to, if you want to benefit from some of these campaigns um, that that we're going to be doing and, and the initiatives and the, there's obviously big incentives and giveaways attached to those kind of campaigns. And if they want to be involved in them, uh, absolutely get involved. Um, and there'll be, you know, no end of support at this end to, to try and make sure that each club that does that benefits. Um, and then it's a case of us once we've got that relationship in place with the clubs, hopefully becoming ingrained into kind of what they what they look that they do from a fundraising perspective going forward. Not to say that replaces all of the activity that they do outside of you know the, the gift to local technology and support we offer, but some of the stuff that we see, which is fantastic, is we can introduce new relationships that then become strong relationships with people that become you know front of shirt sponsors you know naming your naming your pitches putting stuff on the corner flags at football uh, putting stuff on your court at basketball um from organizations that initially came through as a micro sponsor on gift to local and that's a great thing for us to see that the direct impact that that new relationship can have with that club and it's something that we help to spark through you know some of the work that, that our team are doing here um, on behalf of clubs one thing i i always like to hear is when we speak to 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 ex sort of athletes if you like or people who've been at the very top of their game in their respective sports they've been on the the journey the whole way so they started at grassroots level they've got up to an elite level and professional status and then it's their reaction when you talk about give to local and they understand what give to local is all about it's almost like a bit of a light bulb moment where they kind of go what a great idea um, and I think when you get buy-in from someone who's been along the whole of the journey and seen how it, important it is to fundraise and be sustainable across the way, especially when they get to elite level as well, when they want more people taking up their sport and they want that inclusion to be there, that reaction, I think, almost rubber stamps a little bit to say, yeah, what we're doing here is the right thing. This is, this is a way forward. This is going to help big time. Yeah, and I, I think that the thing we've got with a lot of the, the sports professionals that have aligned themselves to, to what we do and got involved in podcasts and, and events and, and, and been involved in, in, in press and publications and stuff that we've been involved in is the fact that they've directly benefited from it. They know that you know if, if the clubs that they came through during their grassroots journey didn't exist or they you know one of them folded and they had to go further to train if you know that might have been the thing that stopped them dead in their tracks um with what became a very good career for them and a, and a um and a lifestyle um but the other thing as well is if they have gone through the, the kind of the hierarchy of, of kind of from your, your the, the, the lowest kind of the kind of just participation level through to elite level um in the sport they'll they'll have seen the, the marginal differences that some of that financial security can make um, the difference that having a someone having someone dedicated to that role or someone who's got the time to do that thing can make in an organisation, 
Um, and what you do see a lot of, across a lot of clubs, and we, we speak to people every day where they, they wear so many hats, they do so many things to keep the clubs going. There's loads of, there, there should be loads of awards going out for, for so many people during the last year. And the stories we've seen from what volunteers have been doing to, to you know, if you thought that the club was just about playing the sport on a Saturday or a Tuesday or whatever day you play, it's not whenever you haven't played sport for nine months and they're still doing online things to keep the community together and keep people engaged and, and keep that, that social aspect going and getting together for like online online fitness classes and stuff like that. Um, whenever you have been through that and experienced and seen and every, every single sports star that we end up speaking to has names that are the forefront, you know, on the, on the tip of their tongue whenever you ask them about a coach or a volunteer that made a difference for them. Um, and I think they see it as a way of being able to, to get involved in and helping to help those people that are helping the future generations of, of sports stars. But the people that actually get to that elite level are a very small minority and sports not just about getting to the elite level so there's people that they do it for all of the other kind of you know physiological psychological um, benefits that sport brings from a well-being perspective um and it, it's brilliant you know even just to the point of you don't have to kick a ball or swing a bat or be involved in playing in any way you can just be a volunteer you can be someone that zern help sets up helps take take down helps to you know direct cars in and out whenever you've got an, an event going on but you're part of something you're part of something that matters to to a lot of people and matters to the community and the big thing about give to local is it's about protecting that because if, if someone was to come in and just take that away from the community that's it it's it's massively um affected detrimentally detriment, detrimentally because of that um i should use a different word in that scenario <laughs> um but um for us it's, it's 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 about giving people that connection to a club to to, to make the difference, to have an opportunity to, to begin that relationship, to transparently see the impact that it's having. Um, and, you know, the support that we get across, you know, from the business sector, the sporting sector is fantastic and, and, and the world of media as well, um, because they know that ultimately what we're about here is is good intentions um, with good expectations and, and ultimately delivering good outcomes. Some, some great outcomes along the way as well. We sent someone to Disney not too long ago. They've been on a, a fantastic holiday. It, I can't remember how many vouchers we must have given away uh, along those times as well. That's all making a difference and, and plenty ahead of us as well. Exciting times ahead for Give to Local. Yeah, yeah, really exciting. So I think that the big thing for us is is we, we're about, um, we're an outcome-focused organisation. So we're, we're not kind of steadfast and this has to be this way, this has to be that way. Um, if there's a better way of doing something, it doesn't matter if it comes from a club or comes from um, you know, a junior member of our team or someone who has is, is got no relation to us at all, but just shout it out from a car window as they're driving past, a suggestion about how we can change things. Does that, um, does that happen? <laughs> it's not happened yet. It's not happened yet. But, uh, <laughs> but for us, it's a case of um, we're excited because of all the things we haven't done yet that we know we can do and the impact that some, you know, that the small, the small amount of things that we have been able to, to do during, during the, the COVID period has, has achieved. And we've got clubs, um, who, uh, I don't think they mind me saying that they, they, they love what we're doing. Um, we've got clubs that across every sport that, that really gets it. Um, and a big thing that I think is worth, is worth mentioning is that there in no way does anyone at give to local ever attempt to make someone enthusiastic about what we do all we do is tell people about it and they're generally enthusiastic anyway and for mm -hmm. us it's a case of just presenting what we do finding that enthusiasm and, and then harnessing that enthusiasm to get them to take the action to to get their club fully registered get their club launched get their 
club engage members engage with what they need to do work with us to build the community of businesses that are that are supporting them and and it becomes this virtuous circle you know the the more the more people that you've got supporting your club the more businesses want to support your club the more businesses that are given um you know rewards and offers to the members of your club um the more people want to support your club to get access to those rewards and offers so um every time we we, we you know sign off sending a voucher or, or or make a transfer of a payment to a club and then see that it's increased from the month before or that club's already had vouchers it's for us it's brilliant um it's it's whenever you're talking to the, the team that, that were there and the, the, the first initial conversations and to see that actual you know a picture coming back of kids wearing the winter coats that they've been able to pay for through the the money they got transferred the month previous um that's what makes it real and that's a big part of of, of the, the benefit of the technology is the fact that you know it doesn't matter if someone's given a three pounds a month donation whenever they're able to get updates from a club and they can see like the, the tangible impact um it's hard not for them not to feel like they're part of something as well and, and it's something that they'll continue to want to be part of and to support and and that's where the long-term um you know impact that we can build upon actually comes from uh, knowing how you operate and how the rest of the team operate nobody ever stands still which i think is always a, a good thing but eventually what would constitute success for you when will you be able to kind of sit back at what stage and go do you know what we've achieved something you, you you're already doing that without a shadow of a doubt but I, I don't think you're the type to sit back and do that too early what what will be a successful gift to local for you we we actually set out and um <clears throat> discussed this really early because i think that what you have to do whenever you're bringing people on a journey is you've got to you've got to tell them where you're going and what route you're going to take um because everyone's got to be on board everyone's got to be happy with the corners and you know how fast you take them and and, and stuff like that and for us it's a, we sat down looking at the the people that, that were generous enough to put the money in to, to to make this all happen the people that were that were uh, well in, had enough belief to quit the job that they were doing to come and throw in and, and say i want to be part of this i, I want to be able to look back on this and and see uh, and see where it's gone and for us the big thing would be obviously there's the on the ground impact you know we'd like to get to the point where we can we can say to every single club you're pretty much guaranteed to get this if you just sign up and do one two three follow these steps to be in a position where you know that you have ready you know businesses ready sitting and waiting wanting to, to 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 sign up and get that new club that's been created they want to sponsor them because they know the benefit that it has for them to sponsor other clubs in the area previously um but i think also to 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 see that we're we're part of the fabric of the club that would be a big thing where you know the idea of, of gift not doing gift to local is, is alien or someone not not wanting to do it is and that sounds very very um very grand as as a as a um, uh, something to hold out to, to to want to see for the future, but the thing about this is every single turn we've taken, every corner we've taken, every every decision we've made has been with the interest of the clubs at the heart of it. So we know that you know there there isn't a club out there that that well we don't think there's a club out there that wouldn't benefit. So we be doing ourselves and the clubs a disservice if we didn't want every club to have it. Um, but the big thing for us would be a case of if if. If all clubs knew about it, all clubs um, uh, understood what it what it what it's about, how it works, um, and they they feel that we're as much a part of their team as they are. Um, they they see us as being the organisation that, that has their interests in uh, uh, at heart and wants to to make a difference. Um, I think what I would like to see is is in the long run um, less discussion, less 
less discussion in the media, less less stories out there about. That's when you know you've had an impact. If there's if there's less out there about the the, the dire straits, the fundraising issues, the how will we do, how will we sustain this, how will we sustain that. Um, you know, there's plenty of things that, that previously we didn't have solutions to, and we do now. Um, and um, for us, that we're, we're a hugely ambitious team, a hugely ambitious organisation. We wouldn't be doing what we're doing if we weren't. Um, but if if we get to the point where um, you know, utopia would be people say, well, there isn't an issue in, in fundraising in grassroots sport. Um, we won't stop until that happens. Apologies for the dog, by the way, but he's a staunch supporter of Give to Local, and I think he was just trying to get uh, his thoughts across while he while he had the chance. Either that or it's the postman who's just turned up, one of the two. Um, you're always moving forward. You're always changing things up. And as you mentioned already in the podcast, you're always looking at different ways. And I think we might change up the way we do our giveaways on the podcast. Is that something that's going to happen? This one specifically? Yeah, just this one as a one-off. So one of the big things is, you know, with the return to, to sport, I think what a lot of people need to appreciate is um, to keep the club going during the period of COVID. Um, there's a lot of work that will have gone on behind the scenes with the volunteers um, at clubs. Uh in order to be able to go out and step onto that pitch or step onto that court um, or, or whatever you know mat, whatever you whatever you play on, whenever you do get back, there'll be a lot of a lot of work that's happened by volunteers to actually you know do the risk assessments, do all of the kind of necessary stuff to 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 to, to allow that door to open or the you know kind of the gates open to make that happen. So what we want to do with this one is normally we ask a question um, about something that's been brought up during the the web the, the podcast or in studio and webinars um, that we uh, you know. Ask a, ask a question and get the answer, and that that's what puts you in for the win the £250 um, voucher. But with this one, we're specifically going to ask people to um, to tell us a story, tell us something about what you know why they appreciate one of the volunteers at their club, what they do, what they've done, um, where they've gone above and beyond, um, and they'll be able to submit that um, on the page that they can that they can they can watch this or listen to this this podcast. Um, and what we're going to do is 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 pull out a uh, a winner. And obviously give a, a 500 pound voucher to the club um, in the name of that winner. So effectively, it's just a, a nice little bit of recognition of saying that um, the story that the person that, that put forward for that volunteer um, is something that, that struck a chord here and got into the shortlist and then got pulled out as being the winner. Um, and uh, it's something they can also stand back and have a little bit of pride of that they brought in for the club. And hopefully that 500 pound helps to you know pay for something that's of use as they return to sport over the next few weeks. Absolutely fantastic idea. Uh, perfect way to do it. I've got a feeling there'll be a fair few takers for that as well. Um, fingers crossed we're all back playing the sports that we love or having some kind of involvement in the sports that we love, whether that's ourselves or through our kids and everything. Um, but I've got a funny feeling it's not too far away and then some kind of normal, whatever normal means going forward in the, the next six months. But I would imagine you're looking forward to things starting to feel a little bit more like they used to. Yeah, I think the big thing for, you know, if I talk about it personally, the big thing I'm looking forward to, and I think a lot of other people probably know along to this, is is being able to have something in your diary or your phone or your calendar that you're looking forward to that you can actually look forward to that's not going to be pulled away. More you know, than like a kind of, <laughs> Yeah, yeah well, we, we go out of the house and either turn, turn, uh, turn right or left. That's the variety <laughs> in our life at the minute. But, to you know, if you want to go to a game or go watch a local club or, or go and, you know, do something, you've got a training session coming up, you've, you've got a trip to, you know, out for Sunday lunch with the family, to be able to have those little things in ahead of time that you can look forward to, 
because I think that's where the biggest you know kind of issue uh, has come for me over the last year and for a lot of the people that I'm close to is not having those little things to look forward to makes everything seem a little bit you know more difficult harder further away um and uh that that's something that you know it, it'll go through all the different ages and and as you know and we know how it's impacted kids over the course of the last year and, and you know elderly people that have been shielded and, and, and isolated as a result of covid and I definitely think that 2020 is not a year that anyone's ever going to want to um look back on positively um but hopefully 21 2021 will be and we'll come out of this flying and, and, we'll, and we'll come out of it with a renewed um renewed focus and, and renewed appreciation for for the clubs and the small businesses and, and all of the places that we that we couldn't go to and we potentially took a little bit for granted whenever they were just part of the weekly weekly routine um that's what i'm looking forward to definitely neil i don't think that anybody watching this would w- wouldn't echo uh, those sentiments thank you so much for coming on thanks for your time thanks for all you do with give to local on behalf of everybody who's who's a member and gets involved and uh here's to 2021 being much better than 2020 and getting back to what we we know and love as as quick as we possibly can thanks for your time absolutely thanks justin cheers mate take care so there you go. Uh, that's the man behind Give to Local, Neil Gardner. Absolutely fantastic to have him on. And I think an indication of exactly what goes on behind the scenes, just to try and help your club, whatever sport you play, and a little bit of an indication as to what is in store for the future as well. So great to uh, to have him on. He set you a little challenge there as well, by the way. All you need to do, if you want to be a winner, is nominate your club hero. Simple as that. Who's done the hard yards? Who's carried on regardless, despite the pandemic? Who's really put a shift in? And who is there, come rain or shine, every single time? You can nominate them. Tell us a little bit about them and what they do for your club and why they are your hero. And we could be surprising them with a little bit of a win. Talking of winners, we've got a winner from our last podcast. We've got to say congratulations to Zoe. Well done, Zoe. Zoe Robinson Vickers. She's from Biddick Titans. Zoe, you're a winner. Congratulations. And thank you very much indeed for taking part. In the meantime, that's it from us today for the podcast. Look out for one or two of our next up guests because they're pretty special. And I'm going to say in women's football, they might not come much bigger. I'll leave it at that.